1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio.
3: This is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. Happy, what's today? Happy Tuesday night to you. It's good to be here. I'm going to be hanging out with you all for the next four hours. And it's good to be back from from a holiday break. It's good to be back here on air. And I'm coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. It is very, very simple. Rocket, Rocket can. I'm back. The show hasn't gone anywhere. We all know that Uh, we've been through the holiday season. We've gone through Christmas, Hanukkah, uh, Festivus. Did I say what am I leaving out? Kwanzaa. Whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, we've even gone through a new year. I am here on the first show of uh, twenty twenty three, and the Ghetto Boys are still playing. I'm being joined by super producer and host Dave Shepherd, and I'm being joined by you, every single human being listening, all across. North America, every corner of uh, the country, wherever you may be listening overseas, whether it's uh, on the free Odyssey app, whether you're tuned in on Sirius XM 158, whether you are locked in cpsportsradio.com or listening on your local affiliate. I can't do anything but say thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, thank you. Thank you for locking in for a, another year. And uh, we got plenty to do. Plenty to talk about and plenty to discuss. I, I'll say it again, and, and not necessarily for emphasis, but just for a matter of a reality and a matter of being genuine. I hope you're cool. I hope you're smooth. I hope you're well uh, wherever you are. Not necessarily the the show that I look forward to, to doing when I'm back, but it's not a, a matter of, of how I feel or what I would like to do. Uh, I sat down like many of you all yesterday you know coming off of the the holiday and and learning about what took place with Monday night football and we all know uh what happened with uh Damar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills and I'm I'm just like everyone else just even from about 24 hours ago uh, almost exactly 24 hours ago just still trying to to wait and and, and see what's going on and what happens and and we know that accidents happen. They happen in life. They happen every day. They happen in your neighborhood. They happen in your home. They happen on your block. Uh, we know that cardiac issues happen just, just all over the place, all over the time. I'm sure some of us, uh, some of you all listening to me right now have had uh, experiences with such, whether it be yourself or others close to you or people that are far. Uh, it's a very different and very real situation. Uh, When millions of people in the United States of America, uh, unfortunately, witness a young man have a a cardiac event and, uh, you know, live on 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 television. Uh, We learned even so much ago, a few hours ago, via his uncle, DeMar Hamlin's uncle, uh, who what lived in Pittsburgh and drove out to Cincinnati, that he was actually uh, resuscitated twice, resuscitated while on the field. And we saw the expressions of uh, his players, his teammates, his his fellow players, all of the players and coaches. And we learned he was resuscitated a second time uh, when he got to the hospital. Uh, Josina Anderson, uh, NFL reporter, here with us with CBS Sports HQ. It was only a little while ago that that she shared information that she hears that he is doing uh, better or improving uh, his uncle shared information in addition to telling us that he was resuscitated twice, uh, that he is now, uh, I guess the, the part of his breathing has improved, but he is still in critical condition. And uh, so one thing that I won't do here on the air is, is speculate as to where he's doing or how he's doing or what level that he's doing on. I, I have not booked a doctor tonight I have not booked a player I have not booked a different perspective we have heard uh, so many perspectives over the past 24 hours about what has taken place uh, you know what things might happen I think we all saw what happened Uh, he got hit in the chest by T Higgins on a tackle and he stood up and he went down and he is still here with us now and his condition is critical And what may be after that is still something that needs to be sorted out. Uh, Some of the things that I I, I do want to share with you are are some of the comments that we have already heard uh, from from members directly involved in the NFL community. Uh, Ryan Clark uh, did an amazing job on ESPN last night where we were to have a game. We know the game was postponed. Uh, There were a lot of conversations about, you know, whether or not this was a Really a five-minute thing. NFL told me you have five minutes. And, and we'll get into some of the other comments that I've, I've even heard. Uh, the Skip Bayless' tweet it got people uh, riled up, you know, uh, last night as well. And he tried to, I guess, explain a little bit of, of what he meant earlier today. Uh, and, and we'll talk about that. But when you have someone who is in critical condition and you have a family just suffering and you, you go to see your son, and you go to see your family, and uh, we all know the risks related to football. You go to see your family. You go to see someone you love, someone you've rooted for, cared for, tended to, and they are in this position. And then uh, a once in a lifetime event, a once in a generation event, uh, takes place. I I I feel for the family. So although we're going to go through through plenty discussions tonight, and there's there's a lot of things else. That happen in the world of sports. I'm sure by now you've heard about uh, Donovan Mitchell and his 71 points, uh, LeBron and Embiid and Doncic have Doncic haven't been too shabby. Uh, we know that we have a national championship uh, game set in college football for next week, and we've heard the rumors about Harbaugh sitting down. And you know, I- I'll try to get into that in the most uh, respectful way, but it's you know, it's not it's not at the front of my brain right now. It's hard for me personally to be. Overly excited about anything, in sports it really is. At the same time, amongst discussing all of these things, whether it is uh, Skip Bayless and in his comments, uh, uh, you know, whether it's the comments of anybody, the thoughts of anyone, I'm going to try to stay as positive as possible in in having these discussions, even in talking about Damar Hamlin. I'm sure that you've already heard about the millions of dollars that that have been raised. Uh, people just looking to support him and, and his cause and, and trying to, to help out and, and, and spread a little love to, to kids who may not necessarily uh, need it. And so it's, it's all about positivity. And, and we've heard words. I told you about Ryan Clark's words last night. Uh, Mike Tomlin is is someone who is, is intricately uh, familiar with DeMar, having known him since he was just an adolescent. Uh, coming up in the, the city of, of Pittsburgh and, and you know even someone who I'm not necessarily always fond of. He even had some, some great words uh real words in and, and, and Aaron Rodgers and so you know as as much as we are going to discuss this and as much as it's not the the greatest thing and it's actually the worst of things uh for this this man and his family and his teammates and those close to his employee, we're we're gonna try to be as positive as as possible uh shep it's good to be back here uh with you and I, I have missed you man i'm look looking forward to to sharing some of these clips and these opinions and some of this audio man thank you
2: no jr thank you it, it, it's a privilege and an honor to have you back uh we, you have been missed uh by myself by everyone at cbs sports radio for the past week and a half and, and by most importantly our, our audience and i i uh we're going to get a dissertation um tonight from you and, and I, i'm all there
3: well, I also want to commend you for the amazing job that, that you did last night as well. I'm not going to sit here and say that I heard it, but I got a lot of uh, good feedback on, on what you did. So kudos to you. Thank you sir. And uh, let's uh, let's keep on rolling. I mentioned Aaron Rodgers. He was on Pat McAfee's show uh, earlier today, and he talked about something that I think we all know about the, the game of football, but more intricately, those who play it. No more. This is what Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee about what NFL players do today, not just for
4: society, but for themselves. At the end of the day, there's one thread that connects all of us. Right. And it's that we know that we are the modern day gladiators. Right. We are providing entertainment for the masses and doing something we love. But we're also putting our bodies and our future health on the line. And I think that's one thread that connects all of us that we have a respect for what it takes to go out on the field and play and the, the attention to this being a 365-day-a-year job and the stresses of physical health and mental health and emotional health that it puts on us, and that we put our bodies on the line because we love doing it, because we love competing, and we enjoy providing entertainment for people. But at the end of the day, you don't think these type of things are going to happen. And when it does happen... Everything is thrown out in rivalry, uh, distaste for a certain team, whatever it might be that might separate you a little bit. That's all gone.
3: That all goes out the window. And that's from one of the greatest quarterbacks to play the game in, in Aaron Rodgers. LeBron James was lighting it up in, in, in Charlotte at the same time that, that this event took place. He learned about uh, this unfortunate incident with DeMar Uh, I would say in the locker room following the game, the the win against the Hornets and and LeBron James, he put in his two senses. He was asked about it um, on what took place, and he talked about uh, player safety always being the the first and foremost and everything else being secondary.
5: It's definitely the right call by either whoever made that call, Roger Roger Goodell or whoever had an opportunity, the authority to make that call, to suspend that. Uh, the safety of our of players in in all sports is always the most important so um, you know it was a terrible thing to see Um, and and I wish uh, um, you know nothing but the best for that kid um, uh, for the city uh, of Buffalo for the franchise of the Bills um, and like I said for the rest of the NFL too as well and also the Bengals that was there um, and you know playing in that game so I'm I'm a huge fan of the NFL I'm a huge fan of football and you know, you you never want to see anything like that happen, um, even in that the type of competition that they're playing in.
3: Yeah, and it's it's not as if uh, you know Demar is or was a, a superstar, star player, star athlete. Uh, at least not here on his introduction uh, into the NFL. He started to occupy that starting uh, safety spot when Micah Hyde went down with his his neck injury. Uh, he's been he's been serviceable from everything that, that I've read and seen over the past 24 hours and even just learning who he is. I had no idea uh, who this guy was until Micah Hyde uh, went down and he has certainly improved from from what his coaches have said. He is a sixth round pick. He was selected number two hundred and twelve overall in the twenty twenty one draft. And we know that that means there is no guarantee That he's going to stick around in the league, but the fact that he's already been here, now going on two two full seasons, is pretty damn amazing that he's been able to accomplish accomplish this. He's from Pittsburgh. He went to Pittsburgh. He went to high school at Pittsburgh Central Catholic, and he grew. He's a highly touted prospect, and if you think about someone who's been highly touted, actually walked the walk and and been the man in Pittsburgh at least most times from a coaching perspective, that's Mr. Coach Mike Tomlin. And I always say, man, uh, the way his players show love to him, he makes me want to go ahead and run through a wall. And Mike Tomlin addressed the media today uh, from Pittsburgh, where DeMar Hamlin is from. And Mike Tomlin says, look, I have known this man since he was about 12 years old. And to see him grow is something that Mike Tomlin is very proud of. Take a listen to this.
5: Man, it's a really personal thing for me, uh, being a Pittsburgher. And and that young man being a Pittsburgher, I've known that guy probably since he was about 12. Um, Just got a lot of respect and love for him as a human being. Um, His commitment to the pursuit of his uh, goals and dreams of doing what it is he's doing right now, which is playing in the NFL and to watch him make personal decisions and and, and make that a realization, um, it's just an honor to get to know young people like that. i um, had an opportunity to express that to him whenever I see him. We've played Buffalo um, each of the last two seasons, and he and I get to have a moment uh, because it's just cool to 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 not only appreciate these guys in terms of where they are now, but to to know them since they were younger people and to to watch their maturation, their development to watch them, um, you know, earn what they've been chasing. Um, it's just really a, a cool thing, and he's an example of that. I got a lot of love for that young man.
3: Yeah, you, we, we know the, the implications of what the game was to, to mean. Uh, you got the Bengals and, and Bills at the top of the AFC. The Chiefs are in the mix as well. Uh, the Bengals were, were, were leading at the time of uh, DeMar's uh, accident. Uh, but from listening to Mike Tomlin, we know this: the the Buffalo Bills uh, still were and are in a position to compete uh, for a championship, and and uh, you know hopefully Demar is, is is able to to witness and see and feel and and participate in any type of way in, in in that as well as we see and know that he is still in in critical condition. And as difficult as this was to watch. Ryan Clark, who does an amazing job now for for ESPN, and uh, used to play for for Mike Tomlin in the Steelers. He suffers uh, from sickle cell, and he actually collapsed on the field, and there was a worry that he would also lose his life as he played up in in Denver and then was no longer allowed to play in Denver. Had to have his, his spleen removed because of his condition. He understands what it means to walk out onto a field and not necessarily, you know, have a chance to get back on the field, uh, let alone, you know, unfortunately, what DeMar Hamlin is going through in addition to his family. And Ryan did an amazing, amazing job last night on on ESPN, just putting into perspective, uh, a real perspective, just what took place last night. I want you to listen to Ryan Clark.
6: There was no more playing again tonight, Eve. There there, there was no more next play. Because for DeMar Hamlin, there may not ever be a next play. For DeMar Hamlin, there may not ever be another breath. These men tonight, in all their years of football, saw something they had never seen. And I heard Lisa Salters talk about what they had to witness. Everybody is going through this right now. DeMar Hamlin's mother, Nina, had to come down out of the stands and ride to the hospital with her baby. Yeah, I know he's 24 years old, but it's never going to change what he means to her. This is about a brother. This is about a son. This is about a cousin. This is about a homeboy. This is about a teammate. This isn't about a football player. The lives of of DeMar Hamlin and his family, the lives of the Buffalo Bills, the lives of the Cincinnati Bengals are forever changed tonight in a split second. That's how fast it can happen.
3: Yeah, you you don't know. And we see injuries happen in, in football all the time. We know that injuries happen in football. We know that they will continue to happen. Uh, unfortunately, what we saw last night, most of us have have never seen happen uh to to that degree. And so, all the best and much love to Demar Hamlin uh, and his family as they have to deal with this. Uh his teammates who have to who move forward with what they have witnessed just right in front of their eyes and his teammates who, who have to deal with this from an emotional and physical standpoint as well as eventually they they will get back uh to playing football, which is certainly Not important as of now. The NFL released a a statement as it relates to the game that as of now it has no rescheduled date and that as appropriately uh, everything right now is and should be focused on uh, DeMar Hamlin and his current status and what his recovery might look like. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. It's good to be back, not under these circumstances, to discuss this. So all the best and much love to DeMar and his family. The phone lines are open to you right now. That's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. More when we come back.
1: You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. wants to hear from you call him now at 855-212-4CBS that's 855-212-4227
3: it is the JR sport brief show here with you on CBS sports radio first day back first day here well first day of the show for myself or 2023 and unfortunately, uh, there's more important news than me being back. More important news. Uh, I, I said before the break, I'm, I'm disinterested in sports. As I sit in the studio and I got a college basketball game on, I'm on a sports station, I got the news on, I got uh, the Bucks, uh, the Bucks and the, the Wizards on. But my, my enthusiasm isn't there the same way after what we all witnessed last night. And uh, right before we went to break, And the first time I've opened up a microphone here in 2023, you know, I shared with you not only my own thoughts, which is is not too much, but to show love and support uh, for DeMar Hamlin and his family, but also the thoughts, some of the thoughts that have been shared uh, by people closer to the situation, actual NFL players, former NFL players, Aaron Rodgers, Ryan Clark, a current head coach, and Mike Tomlin, who has known DeMar Hamlin uh, since he was 12. And I also want to share with you some of the the beautiful things uh, that have come out in support of Damar Hamlin as of last night. I will get to that shortly. Uh, Right now, I have the phone lines open. It's 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Let's go ahead and talk to someone who is calling from Buffalo. His name is David. David, you're on the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. First call of the year. Go ahead, David.
7: Hey JR, appreciate you having me on, man. Um yeah, what what a tough thing that was to watch last night. You know, so fired up for that game. It was gonna be a huge game between two powerhouse teams in the AFC. They're playing some awesome football. And uh, you know, it seems like a hundred years ago, man. I mean, today was a real long day. Um, I've been a Bills fan my whole life. My parents had season tickets for a long time, especially in the Jim Kelly era. And uh just such a tough thing, man. Because you know this guy uh, is the definition of like what kind of what Buffalo is. You know, he was a guy that was a sixth round pick. uh He fought hard to make the team. I mean, the Bills have got some great safeties and Micah Hyde and, and Jordan Poyer, and you know th- this guy did everything right. You know, to, to get on on the field to make the team, and it, it hurts so much to see this happen to him. And we're just thinking of him and praying for him. And and uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers is is exactly right. Uh, you know, whether it's the NFL, whether it's hockey, whether whatever sport it is, this is the modern-day Roman gladiators, man. It's, it's a different world what these guys put themselves through. Um, it's not normal. Um, that's why we think these guys are superhuman, and they're not at the end of the day. And uh, just thanks again for having me on, man. Thanks for what you do. And uh, looking forward to talking a lot about things that are a lot more fun. And uh, uh, just, you know, thoughts and prayers are with uh, uh, DeMar
3: and, and his family right now. Absolutely. Thank you, David, for calling from Buffalo and, and, and many players just uh, sharing positive words is no no way that I'd be able to kind of run through through all of them. But uh, I'd say a good majority of the NFL, whether you're a rookie in New York, in the AFC East with the Buffalo Bills, like Sauce Gardner or whether you are the greatest quarterback, most accomplished quarterback of all time. And Tom Brady, there were many, many tweets and messages uh, that were shared and have been shared over the past 24 hours and in, in regards to tomorrow eight, five, five, two, one, two, four CBS. That's eight, five, five, two, one, two, four CBS uh, chances here. Chance is calling from Alabama. You're on the JR sport brief show.
2: Hey, thanks for taking the call. JR. Um, you know, I, the, the toys for tots his his foundation or, um, you know, what, what we, we all donated to it. I know I did. Um, you know, my prayers go with him and um I hope I hope I hope he gets better. Um, you know, that that was hard to watch last night. Um I, I just don't know where we go from here. Um I, I you know, I, I I don't wanna be that guy that seems insensitive, but you know, these men work their butts off and, and I, I wanna know what happens next. Like what does the league do next? Do they call it a draw? Do they call it a tie? Do do they give each team a win? Because these men have worked their butts off. I mean, year round. And I I, I want to know your opinion. What do you think should happen next? Uh, do you think we should push back the season? And I, and I hope I'm not coming off insensitive by a, asking this. But you know, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. You know, you know the the, the teams have worked so hard. And that number one seed is very important. And I I want to know what you think should happen next. Well, do you think? I...
3: I here's. Oh, so I don't. I don't have. I'm being honest with you, the same way you're honest with me. I don't. I don't know. I'm. I'm not all that interested. I. I do not care. Uh, it is something that I'm glad I personally don't have to come to a uh, a conclusion or or have an opinion on. And I get it. I'm here to have an opinion, but I gotta be honest with you. I don't care. That's 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 not me being flippant. I don't think that's me ignoring my job. I think that's me being a human. I, I don't care, and I'm glad I'm not the one who has to figure out what to do with that game. Now, having said that, I also understand that the NFL is not going to push anything back, that the NFL is not going to, at least for this week, go ahead and, and, and reschedule um, that game. It will not take place. And to be quite honest, I'm sure that the NFL, because this is a multi-billion dollar uh, organization, that they've gone through many permutations as to what they, they can or can't do. But for me personally, yes, I'm, I'm paid to have an opinion on everything that goes on in the world of sports. But when it comes to what they do with the game, I will repeat it again. I do not care. And I love football and can't wait for the playoffs just like any of you, I can't wait to get through week 18. I was looking forward to seeing the game. I was looking forward to seeing what might happen next week in the wild card and then in the divisional and then in the conference and then the Super Bowl. I can't wait for all of that. But when it comes down to the rescheduling of the game, I'll say it for the fourth time I do not care. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Uh, it's been mentioned, uh, his GoFundMe. Chance mentioned uh, his GoFundMe. And uh, some of the support that has come in for Damar Hamlin has been, has been amazing. It has been absolutely amazing. I'm going to take more of your calls. I'm going to talk to you about what has taken place with his GoFundMe on the other side of the break. We got a lot to do. It's the JR Sport Brief
1: show on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. The JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. I'm a new listener, but a long time radio personality over the years, and uh, you're just enlightening. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's
3: the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. You know, one of our callers right before we, we went to break, and no, it's, I don't think it's a matter of being insensitive is just me you know he asked you know what does the NFL do and he showed he showed respect and he goes what does what does the NFL do next with with these games and you, you might have heard a part of the response from Marco Belletti a few minutes ago in the news flash, but the NFL actually put out a statement and a release earlier today a few hours ago The NFL continues to be in regular contact with the medical team caring for DeMar Hamlin and also the Bills and Bengals organizations and the NFL Players Associations. After speaking with both teams and the NFL PA leadership, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell informed the clubs today that the Bills-Bengals game will not be resumed this week. The NFL has made no decision regarding the possible resumption of the game at a later date. The league has not made any changes to the week 18 regular season schedule. We will continue to provide additional information as it becomes available. So, you know, taking a look at at the games and the resumption of the one that took place last night is certainly not at the forefront, at least publicly, uh, for the the NFL. Um, And I said, I don't care when they play the game. I don't care if they ever play it. I am just like most people, just hoping to hear some um some good news uh, for Damar Hamlin. And if you want to find any any uh good news out of the situation, you, you might have a little bit more uh hope and humanity. You know, last night we learned about Damar's uh foundation, the Chasing M's uh toy drive that, that he was holding. He initially had a goal of twenty five hundred dollars. That's two thousand. to just get some toys together uh, for the kids in the Pittsburgh area where he is from. And since this unfortunate accident, we've seen people support him. You know, not everybody knows him. Not everybody uh, can go to the hospital. Not everybody can go over and, you know, say a prayer or show some words of encouragement. Uh, People are trying to show love and support in their own way. And so this man who had a goal of, $2,500 $2,500 for his toy drive, he is now pushing towards $6 million. I'm looking at the current numbers right now. He is at $5.7 million. His initial goal was $2,500. The family or representatives have updated uh, his GoFundMe. And in light of everything that has taken place, uh, the family says, We can't thank you all enough. Your generosity and compassion mean the world to us. If you would like to show support and contribute to tomorrow's community initiatives, this is the place to do so. Thank you for your thoughts, prayers, and generous support. The foundation will support toy drives, back-to-school drives, kids' camps, and more. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dave is here from Alabama. You're on the JR Sport Brief Show.
8: Happy New Year, Jr.
3: See you as well, Dave. What's up?
8: Man, I, I, I feel like I'm about to start crying because I know how he feel, how his mom feel because my two kids went through a major health crisis themselves, and it hurts me to my heart because usually I'll be talking about this, that, or the other thing about football and all this other stuff, but right now I'm, my heart's not at it right now because the thing about it is it, it hurts me to my core – when you see your your son or your daughter playing or whatever sport it may be, and something major like this happens to him, it really hurts me to my heart and, and to my soul and everything like that because I've seen it happen to my two kids, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, and it, it it really hurts. And sometimes it's like you don't know what to do, and everything. And then I feel the I feel for his mom and everything like that because me being a parent myself and what would happen to both your son and your daughter is like, my gosh, how how do you deal with the pain? How do you grasp with the pain and everything? But then when you say, hey, look, Lord, you know, you see what's going on here. I know you're there for me and everything like this. Mm-hmm. But I can't, I can't bring it. it's like it's so hard to see that. And it's so hard to see what your children went through. I've been loving football since the age of 10. And in all my 50 years of watching football, I've seen what happened to Daryl Stingley and Joe Theismann and this young man. And he's in the prime of his life and everything like this, just like my two kids are right now. And then I see and I feel for their for his mom and everything like that because I know what he's feeling and what I've experienced and everything and they both go and they both go hand in hand yeah. and I want that man to live wow. and say hey look I made it I'm back you know, and whatever
3: it's, it's you know I think we all have been been looking for you know the the, the positive news and you know his his uncle uh Dorian Glenn spoke about three hours ago. And uh, Marco Belletti uh, shared this news in the news flash. He said, uh DeMar, his nephew, is still on a ventilator, but he's improved to 50% oxygen needed right, after right. being at, at 100%. And so mm-hmm. you know, what, what that means in the short term, the long term, whatever it may be, uh, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows unless you are the one giving him care. But I think that is a, a, a slice, I'd gather at this point, of of some positive news. So I, I appreciate you, you know, sharing yeah. your story, Dave, I wish nothing but the mm-hmm. best to you as well. And I thank you for, thank, for hopping thank on. you, man. Thank you. Much love, thank Dave. You. Thank you for joining from Alabama. Let's go from Alabama and let's go ahead to, uh, South Carolina and let's talk to uh TP you're on the JR sport brief show.
9: Hey, JR, man, I, I, I appreciate you and your team. You guys are awesome. Uh, I thought today <clears throat> I've lost uh, family and friends to cardiac emergencies, heart attacks, if you will. And I don't know of a a, a better place, uh, if that's what I want to say, if you're going to have what happened to DeMar, then where it happened, other than the hospital. He got immediate, immediate care. And I just think that's a great, great blessing for him. Uh, you follow what I'm trying to say? No, a- absolutely.
3: I, I, I can share with you that about, yeah. I want to say, maybe maybe 10 years ago, uh, I was introduced <laughs> to the NFL Physicians Society. And I was introduced, and, and, and forgive me, I should absolutely know his name, because he's one of the highest people up in the New York Giants organization. He is, he's the head doctor of the New York Giants, and he's been there with the Mara family for years. And I was basically given a, a crash course in the course of a day of how players are treated, how they are taken care of. I was informed of the medical staff that is available to the players, of which there are, are dozens uh, on the field. There are always folks on standby. There are medical facilities that are standby on standby, uh, just in case uh, something like this should happen. And and you are one million percent correct. We know that this was a result of the game, and that we know that unfortunately that these risks exist. Uh, but he did he did get excellent care uh, given the circumstance. So I certainly understand UTP. I appreciate you, man.
9: Hey, Jr. One more thing. Yes. You know. All the people that watch this and 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 it is affected, uh affected. Uh, I hope it. You can go get CPR training anywhere. It, it's about thirty minutes, and and they'll they'll teach you uh, uh, they'll teach you how to do CPR to save someone's life. I, I work in the grocery store, and we have the have the defibrillators, but I don't know how to use them. But hopefully, that you know, if if this gets people to learn CPR training, I don't know it, but I'm going to learn it. To to yeah. save somebody's life, it's it's not on the football field. Yeah, may, you know, and I wish him the best, and and you know, God bless, uh, God bless him and his family, and and, uh, and I appreciate you, man. I don't get to listen to you, don't. you know how I feel. <laughs> no,
3: thank you, TP. I appreciate. You. Yes, sir. God bless. Thank. Yes, sir, you as well.
9: Yeah, no, he he certainly
3: brings a, a good point and makes you think about uh, you know what you do and what you don't know, uh, you know, for for someone who might be in your your own vicinity. That, that's certainly. A reality, you know. We hear about uh, CPR or resuscitation classes, and you know, how many times have you gone into a restaurant or a place of business where it is pretty much uh, government mandated, where there is a board or, or uh, photographs, diagrams on the wall, you know, showing you what to do. Uh, but I don't think it is a, a terrible idea for all of us to to maybe spend a little time doing that. No different than you probably have to, you know, take a test. Uh, To get a driver's license, I think, to maybe potentially save somebody's life wouldn't be such a terrible idea as well. I mentioned to you Tamar's uncle, uh, Dorian Glenn, you know, uh, giving an update on his current status, saying that he is now down to, uh, you know, utilizing 50 percent oxygen as opposed to 100 percent from the, the ventilator. And I want you to hear from his uncle, Dorian Glenn, right now. Uh, about how grateful he is for all of the support that both he and his nephew and family have received in this time. Take a listen.
5: A lot of people don't get a chance to see how loved they are while they're alive, so for him to have a situation where he could have been taken away and he has a chance to come back and see all that love that he got is truly an amazing thing, and I can't wait for him to see all the love and support that people have had
3: for him, not just around the area but around the country and the world. It's been been amazing. Yeah, it's... uh... It has. I mean, these are the, for the, I'd say for the most part, these are the good things that, that you get, uh, you know, in society when you do see people come in and, and rally together. Unfortunately, it's around a, a traumatic uh, experience. Bill is here from Maryland. You're on CBS Sports Radio.
10: Yeah, J.R., uh, like many other people, I'm praying also for uh, DeMar But I hope the NFL takes a look at the padding in the area of the chest and the heart so that they can prevent this from happening again to someone else. You know, they've done a lot of work with concussions, both in the rules and the helmet technology, and even NASCAR, when we lost Dale Earnhardt, made significant changes to the cockpit area to prevent that same type of energy so i'm really hoping the nfl takes a good look at what we can do to prevent this from happening again
3: i hear you well thank you bill for calling for maryland you know there has been an evolution in in pads there are quite a few gentlemen i know based out of maryland and and in virginia i know if i'm correct uh, Brian Billick has been involved as well. Um, X-Tech pads are pads that a lot of players have really started to pick up uh, over the past few years. Now, having said that, I think what we saw and and, and witnessed and experienced last night, what uh, DeMar Hamlin has experienced is a, I don't know, pick a number, pick a, a one at infinity, you know, type moment. Who knows if we'll see anything like this happen again in our lifetimes. The only thing... Uh, similar might have been more of a a heart attack related to a blockage as opposed to a split second hit uh, to the chest, to the heart, which appears to be the situation right now with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, And I'm sure as much of I don't always agree with things that the NFL does as I don't agree with everything that anyone or any system or any company or any family member, any friend does, Uh, I, I do think and believe that they are interested in the the safety and and health of their players to a certain degree. We do know that sometimes it's it's a chew-you-up, spit-you-out type of game. We know the NFL is an assembly line. The average years that a player might have a career is maybe only three or four. So we do know, and it is assembly line. But I also know the NFL is not looking to operate in the Stone Age and lose out on the cash. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. I'll get some more of your calls, 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to continue talking about the charitable donations and also try to uh, share some other encouraging ways we can move on here on CBS Sports Radio.